Nick Saban showing the ultimate form of gamesmanship on Wednesday as Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa was at practice for the first time since the tightrope surgery to his right ankle, but he was not made available for the media. I see you, Nick Saban. I see you. And while Tagovailoa may not be seen much at all during the week to come next week as the tie prepares for the LSU Tigers, you're back from the break, locked and loaded, hottest show on the streets, best form of Alabama football news, notes, and information. That being in my own words, the podcast with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And this segment, we're going to talk about one Jerry Judy, the Alabama wide receiver that broke out of a horrendous slump against the Arkansas Razorbacks on last week. A Judy with eight, Judy with a game high seven catches, excuse me, seven catches for 103 yards, two touchdowns, averaged 14.7 yards per catch, and a 48 to seven win over the Razorbacks. Now, for a lot of Bama fans out there, it's not necessarily a bad thing that Judy went through the slump just due to you have uh, Henry Ruggs III, you have Jalen Waddle, you have Devontae Smith, and uh, even though one guy may have a bad game, you can always look to somebody else or a pair of receivers to pick up that guy that's having the bad game. In uh, years past, if Alabama was back in the time of Julio Jones and Amari Cooper and Calvin Ridley, a time in which you had the one major big receiver and uh, the cast members next to that guy, of course, opposing defenses would go, you know, just take away, just bottling up the one main guy. We'll take, we'll take our chances with the cast members. And that's not to cast any shade on the likes of Marquise Mays, Darius Hanks, guys like Kenny Bell, Kevin Norwood, who, by the way, was a stud. I mean, Kevin Norwood burned Tyron Matthew. Go ask LSU that question. But no offense to guys that were the supporting cast members of Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, and Calvin Ridley, the whole case just became uh, you bottling up those three guys, those main three guys, we will take our chances with the others because we just don't believe as the opposition that the others can beat us despite the fact that you know Alabama's got talent all over the roster. In this day and age, that's not the case because you put too much attention on Judy. Henry Ruggs has already shown I'm dangerous. You put too much attention on Jerry Judy. Jalen Waddle has proven I am dangerous. You put too much attention on Jerry Judy. Mr. Second and 26 himself, Devontae Smith, has stated, you don't watch me, I'm going to kill you. So now it's become a factor of, for opposition, Who do we allow to have a big game? We can't stop the entire receiving core of Alabama. So who do we allow to have a big game? Do we allow it for Judy? Do we allow it for Ruggs? Do we allow it for Waddle? Do we allow it for Smith? Who do we allow to have a big time 
you know, marquee matchup. And, uh, you know, for the last few weeks here, it's been Devontae Smith at times. It's been Henry Ruggs the third at times. If you look at the matchup against Texas A&M, you know, Jalen Waddle had his say. But it was good for Jerry Judy to get back into the conversation just, just due to people still look at Judy as the number one receiver. People still look at Judy as the favorite of Tua Tagovailoa. Though all four are good. Though all four are dynamic. When you look at the pro scouts, the NFL scouts, these draft analysts, if you will, they have Judy circled as the guy. They have Judy circled as the top three, top five, probably even number one overall pick. Now, of course, Chase Young, the defensive lineman for the Ohio State Buckeyes, may have something to say about that. But you do have a lot of analysts out there that look at Jerry Judy as the number one or potential number one overall pick for the upcoming draft. And just seeing him break out of the slump, especially when you have a guy in Oklahoma by the name of C.D. Lamb for the Sooners, to which a lot of people in the Big 12, and you have some draft pundits that feel like C.D. Lamb is the best wide receiver in the draft. So to see Judy come out here, and for the first time since the uh, game against New Mexico State, week two of the season, he had a 100-yard performance, and for the first time since the Southern Miss matchup, which was September 21st, he had a game where he crossed to the end zone doing this against, once again, Arkansas. Big time moment for Jerry Judy. And it sets the stage for next week against LSU. And uh, versus the Tigers last year, Death Valley, Tiger Stadium, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the place that they coined where opponents' dreams come to die. Uh, that's becoming debatable at some point at times. But in this matchup in 2018, you know, Judy goes down there, has eight catches for 103 receiving yards, putting guys on skates, uh, Crimson Tide picking up a 29 to nothing victory in that matchup. And despite the fact that LSU no longer with Greedy Williams on the team. It still has Grant Delpit. Hopefully he's healthy to play in that game. As Bama fans, you guys want LSU at full strength, just like LSU fans would want to see Alabama at full strength. And as we look at this, you want to have Grant Delpit out there fully healthy. You want to have Christian Fulton out there fully healthy, just so it's a full big time entertaining matchup and nobody feels like they're getting cheated out there but Jerry Judy 2018 had a big matchup against the Tigers and uh, this performance against Arkansas sets him up potentially for a second big performance just seeing how the Tide is going to want to establish Judy in this matchup as good as everybody else is and they're good as good as the run game is and the run game with this offensive line has gotten stronger each week. I just feel like here's a matchup to where, you know, LSU's defensive backs saying, hey, we're DBU. We're DBU. We can shut down any wide receiver in the country. Now, of course, the team that stayed in its DBU gave up a bunch of passing yards to Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger and, uh, you know, allowed 38 points to be scored on it. But, of course, this DBU against Florida 
you look at Kyle Trask, the backup quarterback, they made him look like a Heisman candidate. Kyle Trask putting up over 300 yards passing, you know, three touchdowns. And if not for a interception throw in the back of the end zone, I mean, who knows? Florida could have won that football game because they kept it close. They were tied with LSU at 28 for three quarters or for much of that matchup until the interception occurred. So DBU of LSU got a tough task ahead of it trying to slow down uh, this group of wide receivers headlined by Judy, of whom uh, broke out of a slump over the weekend against uh, against uh, Arkansas. Judy so far this season through the eight games that he's played in, 52 receptions, first on the team, 682 yards just behind Devontae Smith, so second on the team, eight touchdown receptions, second to Devontae Smith. He's averaging 13.1 yards per catch, three 100-yard games of the year, Duke, New Mexico State, and, of course, Arkansas. So, Judy in a good spot right now, in a good place right now. He is getting himself set up for a marquee performance next week against the Tigers, going up against the likes of Greg Del- against Grant Delpit, excuse me, and Christian Fulton. Folks, that's going to take us to our final break here on this week's edition of shows on what is the hottest form of Alabama football news, notes, and information in my own words, the podcast. As always, you download the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. Get that today. Uh, Be the smart fan. Invest in yourself. Invest in your love for your football team. You can do. You can get this by going to the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you've got the Android phone. The podcast options, as always, at the bottom of the screen. Uh, be sure to subscribe to TDAlabamaMag.com for all the latest and Touchdown Alabama Magazine on YouTube. Get with the site that's over 6,000. We're now over 6,000 subscribers strong. Thanks to you, the fans. As always, the Ask Steven segment still available. You got questions, you got thoughts, you got concerns on your fav- on your favorite team, the Crimson Tide. Send those to me. The number to call in, 205-259-6847. Once again, 205-259-6847. Leave that voicemail right there. As always, you still get that chance to see yours truly live at one of these games, hopefully LSU, and you still get that opportunity. Best voicemail. Best call, best message, gets that free shake from our good friends at Milo's Hamburgers in Tuscaloosa. So take advantage of that number. When we return from the break, we dive into a little hypothetical. Little game of hypotheticals. What hypothetical will I bring up? Don't touch that dial, folks. Coming back, tidying up loose ends. Only in my own words. 